0: Hi, I'm Brad. And I am Ryan. And welcome to the very first Nebulous Visions podcast.
1: Hey, Brad, what's the name of our podcast? It's called Nebcast. and Creative.
0: We're... Exactly. And we are bringing all of Nebulous Visions' creative ideas and news happenings to, I don't know, our one fan out there.
1: Dude, we have at least three. <laughs> no, no, no. Four. Well, parents.
0: Well, I would like to meet the ones that are not our parents and our friends.
1: Hmm. They probably don't exist, but maybe maybe I'm, somewhere. I'm
0: kind of hoping, deep down, a little bit, that this podcast will re- reach out and get us new fans and inspire Absolutely. people to co- go to our website and check out our ridiculous videos. And what is the website? I forget. It's www.nebulousvisions.com.
1: Huh? Do we have another website people could check out our shenanigans at?
0: Um, there is a secondary website. Uh, for. A little cartoon we're creating, but it's really not going to be the focus right now because we're
1: kind of in progress on that. All right. Well, you can check me out at MySpace slash com, And uh, I'm Sperks at my,
0: uh, MySpace.com slash Sperks. How do you uh,
1: spell spurks, just in case people don't know?
0: Right. S-P-H-E-R-X. That's right. It
1: took me like 10 years to figure that out.
0: Yes, and you still s- pronounce it wrong. So, well, so, actually, you just did it right. Yeah, there you go. You, ne- said you it.
1: Yeah, you yell at me, and I did it right the first time. So dude, you, seriously. you usually say "Sphirex,"
0: and that's it's like you put an extra "e" in it. Yeah,
1: because it sounds tougher. It's like T Rex. T Rex is pretty simple. It's four
0: letters and whatever, dude. Anyways, uh, what's the
1: point of this? What are we doing? We are,
0: like I just said, we are telling. We are going. These are going to be like little half hour to an hour uh, episodes where we get together. Hopefully, our other collaborator Adam isn't with us tonight because he has a very busy schedule and. We have busy schedules, and it's hard to get us all three together lately um, in order to be creative and do videos, um, but hopefully through this podcast, you know, we can share our, our ideas with each other and talk, and um, on a weekly basis, I'm hoping that we Absolutely. can all get together. Uh, Adam will hopefully come by next week and join in, uh, but yeah, it's, it's it's just a forum where we can not, not even just talk about our own projects, but talk about our lives in the world that exists, like what's going on, and just kind of, instead of writing a blog, which would be easy, and um, a little bit of work, because I'm a kind of a grammar um, a nitpicker, so like it takes me a while to write. A bit. Like, when I write, I'm really, like, specific, I guess. No, that's okay, like, too. Like, I follow the rules too much. You know, so. and I
1: think, too, it helps because um, our voices are so distinct. Like, sometimes it doesn't come across in a blog. And that's why you need to hear me say it.
0: Right. There's certain inflections in writing that don't come across very well in... uh, In writing. Writing, yeah. (laughs) Through this audio clip, you can, you know...
1: You can hear all the greatness that is not only me, but Brad.
0: You can hear the emotion. The emotion. And it is rampant. Exactly. We were so excited to be able to do this.
1: My hand's shaking right now. You can't see it, but just... (laughs) Oh, I can see it. They can't. They can't, but you know. you know, You're you're here with me. Um, I think is. You're,
0: are you peeing your pants, too? Yeah. Oh, it's, dude,
1: it's warm. Yeah. It's warm.
0: On my couch. Awesome. Uh, I'm
1: marking my territory. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. This
0: is my place now. I, oh,
1: you, yeah.
0: If you want to mark your territory, it's going to be half the rent.
1: Damn. That's a nice place, Brad. Uh, definitely a fully functional babe layer. you got to get some chicks over here, sir.
0: Yeah, good luck with that. Uh, actually, we are recording in my new apartment, which I just moved into, like, a week ago. I know, and it's nice. It I is nice. It. It's got cream-colored walls, which which I'm not crazy about but um i prefer white or actually i prefer to paint them whatever (laughs) uh yeah that has nothing to do with it uh yeah so anyway we're in my uh good one all right uh yeah it's yeah it's nice new carpet the usual stuff i got my couch back out of storage
1: i know dude it's been been a while
0: since i've seen this guy i have not sat on this couch in maybe four years has it really been that long i know i i packed
1: it away maybe 2006. Oh, three years three years but it has been a while it is good to have the old reliable back the only thing you're missing now is your old uh Coffee. spinny chair things oh
0: those are we gave those away to my brother's girlfriend tara i know i know and i i, I miss them they, one would go good right there it would I,
1: uh, for those who are listening at home and can't see Brad pointing, he's pointing to his left.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and I think when I turned my head, uh, it sounded like I was very far away because I wasn't talking to the mic. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So anyway, yeah, new place and kind of like uh, we're breaking it in. Yeah. We used to, in our old apartment, we used to live together in an apartment one time and uh, it was cool we had the gang over and we just do, do stuff like this. And now we're basically putting it onto a fixed medium like an archive of
1: us talking. <laughs> I know, and I hope this is exciting for you, because it's been really exciting, <laughs> us talking about ourselves right now.
0: I think maybe we should jump into a real topic. Okay, let Start yeah, let's talking do it. about not just the general. It.
1: Um, you know, since you invited me over and this is what you were talking about, I'll kind of ask you the first question so you can ramble on about it. You wanted to go on about Nebulous Visions, and since you created it and it's kind of your thing... Why don't you go and delve into it and tell us all about your world, Brad. Um, I
0: really don't know what to say about it. Uh, well, where does the name Nebulous come from? God, that's probably going to take an hour to explain because it's... What's the simple version? The simple version is I created it when I was very young uh, with a bunch of other friends, and it applies to the characters we're creating for that cartoon show, but the cartoon show is a comedy, whereas the version i created for that where i got the name for nebulous visions is it's like a space opera you know it's so it's hard to explain that in a short amount of time but basically nebulous visions the part nebulous is taken from the name of the galaxy where the creatures existed in the space opera version um and then uh, i was making some videos and i needed you know when you're a kid and you're making videos you wanna mimic the Hollywood style a lot, so immediately I was like, Oh I gotta make a production company for myself. So I just took nebulous from, you know, our little alien creation and um uh, I really don't know what vision like why I chose visions, but ultimately we discovered that the word nebulous is a real word in the dictionary. That means cloudy or foggy view, I think. Huh. Um Deep. Yeah. But the way we spell it, we take out the O at the end. So it's just N-E-B-U-L-U-S. Um, dot com. Doc, no, just the <laughs> name itself. Not the website. <laughs> but, uh, um, I'm
1: whoring our website. I know. That's good. <laughs> That's PR. We need that. We do. Yeah, so. So, anyway. You your friends to tell your friends, and so on and so on. Yeah. In
0: fact, um, if you could just carve nebulous visions, you at home. Get out of the knife and just carve the website address into, like, your arm or your shoulder, uh, your leg, your thigh, and that you'll remember it. And, and then go when there. people
1: ask, "Where's that? where'd you get that sweet scar, you can tell them a story.
0: And also, don't listen to what I just said, because I don't want to be sued for anyone who <laughs> messes up those instructions. So, I'm, uh, yeah. Uh, anyway,
1: back to what I, you were talking
0: about, sorry. Yeah. That, yeah, I think I ended it. like, And I just pulled visions. So it was nebulous Visions. And then okay um, we made some videos and just it kind of just, it just seemed like we couldn't think of any other better names since
1: then so no i think that's actually goes really well and i i mean if you watch our videos they just keep on getting funnier and better you know yeah through your editing and your animation skills oh you're such a flatterer i know right <laughs> no wonder you're such a whiz with the ladies Oh, uh, yeah totally <laughs> i'm the
0: best dude you got a girlfriend right now
1: you're the best um she's really hot so if she's listening
0: Uh, so yeah, um, anyway, uh, from the, from a lot of my early creations and I just collaborated with my friends and then, uh, I guess maybe we should talk about, we'll, we'll, we'll discuss me and Adam were f- more friends together before you were, Yeah. before you joined the group, me and Adam were doing stuff together, but we'll explain his origin during his podcast, I think.
1: Cool. But you and I, do you remember how we met? Dude, I, you know, actually my earliest recollection of hanging out with you was in geometry class. Exactly. And I don't, I just remember we had to be sitting next to each each other because my last name is Frost and yours is H, really close to the dictionary. Mm -hmm. And we just bonded there and uh, I got to be in that class because Brad would let me cheat off him on tests because I am terrible at math. I hate it. I think it's the most boring class in the world. But when I was in there with Brad, Brad would sit and the teacher used to make us separate our desks, but Brad would turn his desk and I would just copy off him, and I don't even remember exactly. Our friendship had a blossom before then because, like, I don't think you let some doofus just copy off you. Do you even remember like the?
0: The earliest I remember is I don't actually remember letting you cheat on tests because I, I I was a wuss, and I would definitely be worried that Miss Kessler would. Definitely I remember your name. That. I do remember you letting you co- like look at my homework. Oh. And you you kind of uh, introduced yourself. is like, hey, you know, I need a little help with this. And I see your notes, and I was like, "Whatever." Gave you my homework, and you, instead of you know, like actually <laughs> learning it, you would just copy it. It's hey, gotta be. Time, yeah. I guess I, I guess something so, retained. I don't think I'd like sit in class and turn my <laughs> desk, but we couldn't turn our desk because we had those quads. Like I, there was, you and me were like across from each other. The desks were like two would face each other. They'd all be like attached to each other, and like there, were, I think there was like two girls. Yeah, 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 on yeah, yeah. yeah. The no, right there, there were,
1: but remember, she for tests she would separate them and she'd organize them in a way.
0: Yeah, I think you're right.
1: Uh, I am right. Yeah. I am right.
0: But, yeah, I just, uh, yeah, I didn't know you, but um, and actually, I believe I assumed you were just, you know, a jock, because you were in football. I was, yes. And, um, but I wasn't, like, scared of you. I was just like... Oh, yeah, no, I... You know, I'm very open to people. Like, I'm not terribly social, but, like, if people approach me, I'm just like, you
1: know, I'm not like, dude, back off, you know? I'm just like, yeah. hey, you know, what's up? And then when I started getting into theater, I think that's where we really started hanging out i don't i just think it was a natural progression i i like i said i don't remember i remember the geometry class is the earliest memory i have of you and yeah.
0: then i don't think we because you were in you were, when i was a junior you were a senior so mm-hmm. you by the time you know i was graduating you're already gone and i remember yeah. hanging out with you after that and then i think the next time i really saw you was like when me and adam started working at the video game store
1: yeah because me and Adam were really close because we were in the theater together right. and we did all those productions together.
0: And I only did one year of theater with my senior year. Um, I had a sophomore theater type class, but I didn't really become part of the theater crowd until my senior year. So, But Adam was in theater since he got to high school, so yeah. you guys had a lot of time to bond early yep. on in theater.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, so that's what... I, yeah, I mean, I remember the video game store, too. And then when you guys told me you were making, like, goofy movies, I definitely wanted to get in because i love to be goofy and you know that's what i do i just love to be goofy i the progression of being goofy i'll one of my favorite memories of a shooting is uh an evasion of the Twilights. we we were shooting in the elevator and i got knocked down by adam and i i did the cheesiest b-movie line ever and i said you'll take your absorbitron and I remember, I'll never forget this, you're like, cut. What the fuck was that? That's the worst fucking line I've ever heard. This is garbage. I'm a director. You're an actor. You don't know what you're talking about. And then um, you cut the trailer for it. And we're sitting down and watching it before you cut the rest of it. And that was in the trailer. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I'm a genius. Uh, and you can watch that trailer, too.
0: <laughs> it's online at nebulousvisions.com. That's right. Check uh, it out. <laughs> yeah, at the time it was, like, goofy because, like, I wrote the script, and, you know, I believe in letting actors act, but also, like, when I write, I write very specifically, so... Yeah,
1: he does, but he gets really frustrated with me, because there'll be a monologue, and I will get all of it, but I'll add little PSs to everything.
0: Yeah, you don't memorize anything I write, you just, like, oh yeah, that's the... You, like, paraphrase it in your head, and you're like, oh yeah, this is what he's trying to say. Well, I'm trying to add a little punch to it. Oh, so I'm not a good writer? No, you're
1: a great writer. I'm just saying that's what I do. And it's really fun, you you guys would have to be there, but just seeing Brad getting frustrated because I would, I, and no two takes I take are the same, not a single one. Yeah,
0: it makes it very difficult. It makes it
1: difficult for him to edit and direct, <laughs> and but that just means I'm a great actor. I can take anything and just, just just shoot it out.
0: Now I'm guessing no one listening to this right now actually knows the video that you're describing. That's true. So why don't we back up a little bit? What do okay. you th- what do you
1: remember? What your very first video with us was. Do I remember the first video? Um, I want to say it's the vanilla coke one. Which one? There's four of them. Um, I want to say it's the trunk one. I'm yeah, pretty only sure it's the like in? Yeah. <laughs> well, but I was like sound and stuff on the other ones. True. I, I true. was there. I was there.
0: Okay, basically, yeah, The very first when you started, which was the vanilla coke trunk one. Yeah. The
1: trunk one, and the trunk, the trunk. That made no sense. That I don't know no what sense I'm, at all. I'm talking about. But
0: anyway, uh, the Vanilla Coke trunk is uh, back in 2002. Vanilla Coke, uh, on the, their website, were sponsoring a contest where anyone in the country, probably other countries even, could submit videos based on an ad campaign they were running at the time, which involved Chaz Palminteri, a very popular uh, actor. Ish. And <laughs> popular-ish. <laughs> yeah, he's been around in movies in a while, but like back in the 90s, he was a lot He's been in a lot of mobster, gangster type movies. Okay. So, but in the Vanilla Coke commercials, people would just be doing things, and then he'd pop out of a hole or some obscure space and start hawking the Vanilla Coke product. You know, suit and tie, very straight-faced. I forget the lines he was reciting. They're basically verbatim in our videos but right yeah, now it's I, you're a curious like, young
1: man and you're you'll be rewarded for curiosity or something Yeah, something
0: along those lines so vanilla Cook wanted you to basically do a very similar thing uh that idea but you know don't have Chaz commentary put in a different world type stuff so we came up with a lot of different ideas but the only ones we actually settled on actually filming were one where cliff our other friend who lives in portland right now um he popped out of a trunk and surprised you in a parking garage. That's right. And you would take a sip of the coke, and then uh, he'd recite the the commercials lines, and then you went on. Al- went on my al- merry, way. Yeah, went on your I, merry I, way. I skipped
1: away very gaily. Mm. I, sh- I sure
0: did. It is. I almost did like a pop up '80s <laughs> pop up video thing uh,
1: that just said, "Yeah, gay." Gay. Totally. Arrow, arrow pointing at you. And you know, would have been. Pretty spot on did you was that cut out though is that at the end of the commercial do you still what is it still me skipping away
0: oh I mean there's more of it but I mean even in, in the existing
1: yeah I mean version... the one if you watch it online is is am I still skipping away? I haven't watched it in forever yeah, so I, I don't mean, know
0: it's
1: yeah. I would say I sort of strut away and then you just like cut away from me yeah because I don't think you put the whole gay skip away or we, we maybe even the whole crew just starts giggling yeah something like that
0: there's yeah there's stuff after I cut it but um so yeah there's that one and then we did uh adam and i did one where we had a stop motion version of little lego guys performing a similar scene where there's just a lego guy in a hole and it's very is that your favorite one no
1: what's your favorite vanilla coke um unfortunately for you it's the vanilla coke rope one no, no, I, like I'd say it was a trunk one. That one's partly queer with the chance effect. No, it's uh, not very creative. No, no. I, oh, the rope one is good. The rope one is good. I, I I remember shooting that one and Adam taking that bucket off his head, and I thought he was dead.
0: He got... Adam is like the most dedicated actor ever because, I mean, it was a plastic bucket, but it's filled with ice <laughs> and, and vanilla Coke. Maybe two pounds of Coke <laughs> bottles. Little, what, eight ounce... I don't, I don't know what the size is, but it's, it's, not like a two, it's not like a liter. It's the smaller handheld one. Uh, but there's like three of them in the bucket with ice. And uh, our friend Keith, was it you in the tree? Or was it no, Keith Turgeon? Keith, Keith Turgeon. Key. We're at like a parking golden. And Adam, the, well, I should describe the video. The, the Vanilla Coke Rope video is Adam is a character who comes out of his house. And he's putting his trash out. And in his driveway, there's one end of a very long rope so he decides to follow it and he follows the rope up through all these various locations and obviously we don't have a endlessly long rope so it's one short rope but the way it's cut you know you it makes you think it's long so he follows it over a bridge um around heritage square um and then eventually th- oh, across the street and which actually andy is driving his explorer Animals across the street <laughs> and almost runs into adam uh which you know we try to be professional, but um, when you're when you don't really have budgets for these things and you're still in college, you're just kind of you kind of wing it. And so, uh, in the street outside Adam's house at the time, it's just like, "Hey, Andy, get in your car." <laughs> Adam walk across the street, wait for people who don't work with us to cross, you know, with their cars. But Andy's gonna go to the other end and race at you, and Adam just try to beat him. <laughs> yes, and the
1: the film is not sped up at that part. If you Go to our website nebulousvision and check it out. Um, the car is not; the film is not sped up. He almost gets clipped by this car. It's, yeah, you, you can't fake something like that.
0: <laughs> so yeah, very dangerous, but <laughs> we did it anyway. Yeah, yeah, and we're stupid. Bless Adam for doing it, <laughs> taking one for the team. So anyway, he follows the rope and to the very end. He's going through a park, and it's the end of the rope. Finally, goes up into a tree, and you don't see what's up in the tree, but Adam's kind of just like the rope. He looks at it like the ropes pointing up. Where, where do I go from here? And Then finally, uh, he tugs on the rope, and a bucket of ice and Coke bottles falls on his head and onto the ground, spectacularly straight up. Like <laughs> they don't just spill out like you know physics would dictate. Yeah. But you know that's the magic of movie making. <laughs> so he scratches his head and oh boy, he gets a Coke and great. <laughs> it's it's great because you know despite having a huge welt on his head, he has something tasty and delicious to drink. <laughs>
1: Absolutely his curiosity was rewarded
0: it didn't work on the first take so adam probably did another 10 15 tries of this bucket the size of his head and actually i think when we're going to get buckets usually we get stuff on the day we're shooting which sucks but um i envision using a metal bucket thank god (laughs) i didn't get my way because (laughs) adam would be dead adam probably be dead and then we would talk about his last film handicapped yeah (laughs) So it was a plastic bucket, but it still hurt. So, but he, you know, he's cool, and he took a lot of it. Right on. So, and then the other two videos, um, the ET one, Coke ET. Uh, I had an ET doll, and the re-release of ET came out, and we just thought it'd be cool to have ET's finger change the bottle from Pepsi to Coke. We thought that would actually win because it's so like anti-Pepsi, pro-Coke. That Coke would be like, this is the best, you know they love like this shows how great we are we can (laughs) conquer pepsi with an alien finger um and then what's the other one uh trunk rope legos et that's four that's four yeah all right so
1: where do we go from here brad where do we go yeah where
0: where we where we lead to uh talking about the vinyl coke oh you asked me what my first first video was. was yeah
1: yeah um you know what I like, though? If uh, The resurgence of one of your very first ones, the Slave Pikachu, is by far our most popular video.
0: I know. strange that, like... Because when I made Slave Pikachu, not only had I not taken my video production degree yet by, like, five years, but... Um, like, I didn't know Premiere that well. I don't know. I didn't, definitely didn't know After Effects by then, so I couldn't put graphics or anything cool into it. It was just, you know... I just learned how to use a PD100 DV cam... Um, so I didn't even use our own uh, VX2000, which we've been working with, you know, for our whole run on that video. So our first video, very bare bones, but, and I did it with Roger's help a little bit, but just basically by myself and trying to beat a deadline because when I did projects for school, it was very like, <laughs> think of an idea, think of an idea, and then the week that it's due, I'd be like, oh, time to just pick something, and then I'd do it. So. But this video, Slave Pikachu, um, despite the fact that it's uh, very crude and uh, minimal minimalist, it has 70,000 and growing views on YouTube. <laughs> so even though we have 60 other high-quality, very elaborate, well-shot, well-good graphics added to it, which have maybe 100 views, this one, obviously, Pikachu. It's not our character, but it's a very popular character in culture and uh, pop in pop culture. So obviously, people are like, you know, there's a lot of otaku's out there <laughs> googling <laughs> Pikachu videos. So that has something to do with it. But still, like, you'd think that when they get to our page and see like, okay, there's the Pikachu video. They look at the other stuff, but you know, they really don't. Yeah. But still, it's like seventy thousand. That's pretty good.
1: Yeah, that's impressive.
0: If that was dollars, we'd be wealthy. And uh, I guess I should describe the Pikachu video. It's just basically like the old, like infomercials kind of have a a new style now. But back in the day, it was very much like,
1: um, oh, what's the line? Uh, It's basically, you know, your apartment's a mess and... Well, yeah, I'm talking about like... There's got to be a better way. Exactly.
0: There's got to be a better way line. So, uh, yeah, in the video guy's apartment's a mess and you can buy a pikachu that will scrub it clean it <laughs> even do your homework uh watch tv with you be your friend and be really happy that he's doing it all exactly and doesn't he'll sleep in your sock drawer <laughs> he
1: absolutely will yeah. and it's comfy for him it is he doesn't mind no not at all he's a slave absolutely and Remember, uh, we're not condoning slavery at all yeah slavery's bad slavery's totally bad we're just saying it was funny despicable despicable not not slavery slave pikachu's funny
0: yeah slave pikachu Fictional character you can put into slavery, absolutely. But absolutely. real human beings or animals... is crappy. You know, screw that. So anyway, yeah, so that was my first video. Yeah. Our first video, I guess.
1: No, it's yours. We've uh, we've just keep on growing, and, you know, we really need to start making some new ones. We do. So, it's been
0: about a year. Yeah,
1: so anybody has any suggestions or you want us to answer questions on our next podcast, email them to me, RodStu2 at yahoo.com, or visit my MySpace page, myspace slash theamazingspideysense.com. And just say, hey, Ryan, I want you to answer. It could be anything. I don't even care. If I don't know the answer, I'll guess.
0: <laughs> and you can even go to the website itself, hit the yeah. contact button, and
1: you'll reach all of
0: us. Yeah, we're all there. Even though I'm the only one who checks it, um, if you have something directed towards Ryan, I'll forward it to him. Yeah, so. and,
1: you, and you know what? I'll take the time out of my busy schedule <laughs> to answer it. <laughs> I know, because you got so
0: much going on. Dude, Speaking I got have... Speaking going on, um,
1: it's the new year. It year is a 2009. new year. It is. It's a good year. What, uh... What are you looking forward to in 2009, Ryan? What am I looking forward to in 2009? Well, um, I'm looking forward to Barack Obama stepping in his presidency. Um, We need a new change. I think you're the only one. Yeah, I know. It's great. Um, I think the whole world is really waiting for that, so I'm excited about that. Um, What else am I waiting for? The new Friday 13th opens on February 13th. Um, Can't wait for that. What a coincidence. I know. Do you think they planned that? They had to have. They're like geniuses down there. Marketing. Yeah. Do you think some guy sitting around in a they're making a new Friday 13th, they decided to make it, and they're sitting around like, well, when's the next Friday 13th? February 13th? There!
0: Put it there! Do you think they had the idea for, like, they wanted to remake it maybe four years ago, but they're like, when's the next time... Like, I think there's at least a Friday the 13th every year. I would say so. But were they like, well, we want it... The only viable time to put out of uh, a horror movie of Friday the 13th cal- caliber would be February. Like, that would be the most... Although, I would think, like, why aren't... More horror movies put out on Halloween.
1: You know, I don't know. The well, movie, now it's remake... dominated by
0: Saw, which yeah, like Saw has it, and that like that's probably why it's successful because everyone's like, I want to see a horror movie on Halloween. Yeah, you know, that doesn't make sense to me either. But for a while there, like you go like Halloween, and like there wasn't a horror movie. Oh,
1: I agree. I agree. Even
0: the movie, the remake Halloween, which came out what last year,
1: yeah, was in August. That. Yeah,
0: <laughs> you think it would be on Halloween, which I think was a Friday that year. They're making a
1: new one. I think it's coming out in September or something or october yeah h2 i was just
0: reading that online today they had like a picture of the new mike myers mask and yeah
1: is it badass i uh, get
0: yeah, it was it wasn't like painted it was just like clay and had scars in it it looked a lot like the one that we just saw but maybe a little more roughed up
1: huh, you know i'm kind of interested because if anyone knows at the end of that one um he gets shot in the face so i want to know how michael comes back from getting shot in the face <laughs> i good question you know what i hope they have an answer for me that isn't ridiculous yeah so yeah.
0: Anyway, but like, did they think Friday Thirteenth? Like, let's wait till we can do it in February, you know? So they had it lined up, but they just never got into production. Maybe until it's been about what came along.
1: It's been six years since Freddy versus Jason, so yeah. So us Friday Thirteenth nerds are can't wait. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's really you know I, I don't plan too far ahead, Brad, because I don't know what the what's going to happen. But you know, I, I'm simple, so that's the things I'm waiting for. You know, um, in comic book world the green goblins like the leader of the marvel universe that makes me happy because i'm a huge green goblin fan um but enough about me brad what are you looking forward in 2009
0: um i'm looking forward to just our, us making videos again um, so real stuff <laughs> real stuff
1: yeah oh actually the biggest thing is you need to go out and see the dark knight again in the movie theaters on january 24th oh. because it needs to be the worst movie of all time, that is the highest-grossing movie of all time, Titanic. It needs $71 million. Come on, everybody. Just hey, get out hey, there. Hang
0: on, hang on. Be fair. House of the Dead is the worst movie of all oh, time. Oh, House of the Dead. You know... <laughs> like, I don't like Titanic. Actually, I can't really say that without sounding like a hypocrite, because I've actually never watched Titanic, thankfully. But, uh... <laughs> so I can't judge yo. it. But I would say... I have seen House of the Dead. and Oh, House of the Dead Despite is knowing it was far. terrible... I was like I gotta see how terrible Dude, we, and it is terrible do we
1: get free passes that movie I know we saw it together no I'm pretty did sure did we pay for it? for it Yeah. oh that's brutal that yeah. is brutal and how does that piece of crap still get work he has like three movies coming out this year
0: uh yeah some of them are straight to DVD I think but yeah he but still he still gets, he still gets money obviously people like theater owners are like hey uh, let's choose our list of movies that we're gonna premiere in our theater this week and they go down the list and they're like hey another Uwe Bull film let's uh, put that in there
1: Yeah, because there's a chance he'll use the Matrix thing, but not as
0: successful. Let's forego all the talented, creative, independent artists Uh uh and grab a mainstream piece of crap. Sounds good, sounds good. Even though you'd think that his movies shouldn't be mainstream, but they're still considered mainstream because somehow he gets massive
1: budgets. Absolutely, and he gets big stars to be in his movies. I know, like... And The Name of the King, or what was that one that just came out? He had Jason Statham in it. was a star.
0: Wasn't Ben, ben, ben Kingsley? Ben Kingsley was in Blood, Blood Rain. Rain. Yeah, which I haven't seen.
1: I haven't seen it either, but it's based on, like, a C-level video game. Gets A-level actors. It blows my mind.
0: Gandhi's Ben Kingsley.
1: <laughs> ben, Gandhi's Ben Kingsley. Academy <laughs> Award winner Ben Kingsley. Also
0: Thunderbird's Ben
1: Kingsley. <laughs> <laughs> I guess his career really peaked with Gandhi, and it's kind of, yeah, you, so, know. you
0: know. he's done some great stuff, but... Yeah, it's a weird choice.
1: Yeah. um, Like, when
0: they're reading scripture, they're like, this sounds brilliant. And what you're telling me, how you're going to direct it, this sounds brilliant. I just,
1: yeah. You know, another thing I'm waiting for, really, is the Oscars, because comic book movies have a chance to win Oscars this year. Like, I hope The Dark Knight wins, because it's by far the best movie this year. But Heath Ledger better win for Best Supporting Actor. And I really think Robert Downey Jr. should be nominated for Iron Man as Best Actor in a movie.
0: Uh you know i'd like to think that they all have a chance but at the same time like i still think there's just that stigma that you know comic book comic book movies don't portray um you know a world that is sensible to your average like it's only for nerds you know yeah no but
1: no i under but see the dark knight has connected on with people that in a way that i've never seen a movie of that i think it's because it's complex and even if you remove the fantastical elements of batman and The joker i mean it's a disturbing movie uh in character evaluation and what people links people will go to i i don't know a better movie this year i really don't
0: yeah i don't well for me uh like i love the dark knight but i also love wally a lot well yeah wally
1: i there are two
0: very different types of movies so like if for some strange reason they actually both got nominated for best picture i'd have a hard time deciding which one i'd rather have win because they connect with me on different levels but they're both very quality movies, so.
1: Well, you know, Wally's going to get snubbed because they have the best animated feature. Right. So there's no way they're going to nominate, not put that in there, and they're not going to nominate. I'm pretty sure Wally
0: will win the best animated feature. Oh, absolutely, hands down. Uh, I'd be very surprised if anything else. Like there are other good, like I saw the Fears of the Dark, and that was really good. And there's this, like there's foreign animation that obviously gets no publicity out here. Well, yeah. But the, um... Well,
1: that Persopolis one well, last persepolis, year yeah. persepolis or whatever the hell it's called some and French that's shit.
0: good and that's i mean ratatouille is good too so between the two of them it was a tough choice but obviously they chose persepolis and that's fine but um like it, it might be the same situation again this year you never know okay like well, i don't know what's going to be nominated
1: name your top five movies this year and what do you think should be nominated in that category
0: um well even though i don't think it'll win i definitely believe dark knight should be nominated because mm-hmm. it is for the genre that exists in is usually very shallow and they really up the ante uh, producing a, you know, a complex thought-provoking drama about society which is covered in, you know, fantastical elements, you know? Absolutely. Um, so, I, Dark Knight and Wally kind of sharing a number one spot. Yep. Um... Try not to put any dead air. Well,
1: no, exactly. I, I'm, I'm just, that's what, that's my point, though. What other two movies have connected with people this year? A lot of people have said *Slumdog Millionaire*, which I haven't seen, but I've heard it's fantastic.
0: Yeah. I you know, seen then.
1: That. Uh, but you know, there, there's no movies that have connected with people like those two have, and it's yeah, those two movies have to be the favorites.
0: Yeah, I like. I've seen some good stuff, but I just can't recall anything right now. Like I saw *Synecdoche*, and that was like. I want to say it's like the best picture. Like, it's a good complex picture, but it's really hard to follow.
1: Well, yeah, it's Charlie Kaufman. He's two cans short of a six pack.
0: <laughs> so, like, that was good. I don't know if it's like the best picture, but, um, gosh. kind of wish I did a little research before we brought up this question. Oh, yeah, no, that's, yeah. no. but that was my point. All right, well, what's your two favorite? Two by favorite,
1: the way. absolutely, is A Dark Knight and Wally. Like, there, yeah. there are no movies this year. That are better than that because Wally well, Iron that... Man was good. but Iron I don't think Man is it's good, like is an it, Oscar. Is it Best Picture though?
0: Yeah, because the story to me was very shallow.
1: Yeah, exactly. I, that's why I say Robert Downey Jr. should get nominated. He's for a good best actor.
0: actor. He was a good actor in Tropic Thunder. Oh yeah, he's
1: best supporting. I think he should be nominated for both. So. I, I, I Heath Ledger should win hands down. Best I do think he's actor. had
0: better performances other than that in his career though. That like are more Oscar worthy though. Oh yeah, but... like he's very charismatic and uh, engaging in Iron Man, but I don't know if it's like. A groundbreaking special performance like say heath ledger yeah in his role so
1: i agree yeah but no that's that's my point like there's no two movies that stand out i mean wally you can look at it as a simple animation movie but it's an incredibly in-depth story about commercialism and the gluttonous society we live in and when the people are so fat that they just move around on hovering chairs and stuff i mean and, it's a fantastic yeah, movie they,
0: like you can see it now how everyone's so involved in their cell phones and in this world like even though they could be sitting right next to each other, they're they're still talking into their screen. You absolutely,
1: know? absolutely, and it was really funny when we were watching it, and we're sitting in the movie theater, and you see um, these morbidly obese people sitting in there, pounding their Diet Cokes, just like the people on. the I know, and they're the probably movie. not
0: even like they're probably not even making the connection. Like, yeah, exactly. Hey, that's me on screen, and then <laughs> as soon as everyone walks out of the theater, you know, it's like just buckets of popcorn and soda cups in the trash can, which is how
1: you know earth got ruined in wally you know absolutely and you know the the two characters in it don't really even say anything about their names wally and eve and they have this incredible chemistry which is a tribute to the animation and the storyboard artists at pixar it's a brilliant movie
0: exactly actually uh there's an, uh, another oscar nomination it should be ben burt for his sound design and wally absolutely the ability to take two hours and engage people that uh that well through simple sound, uh, sounds is like that, like he. There should be no competition.
1: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. To hold people's attention with just sound for two hours, it's just gra- I mean, they really, they say Wally and Eve. Basically, that's it. And I think my favorite scene in that whole movie is when they're dancing in space. Mm-hmm. The music is fantastic. The animation is. Gorgeous, yeah, and it's just an incredible scene, and it. I I can't even describe it if you haven't seen it. I hope you've seen it. If you have not seen it, get it.
0: Yeah, and even though like maybe ten minutes of the movie is Wally on Earth, just like filling around with all of our human toys and contraptions, like the good chunk of the movie is once he gets into space. But like I could definitely sit through a two hour version of Wally just picking up things and figuring out what they do.
1: Absolutely, like
0: it's that captivating. Like it
1: is. It truly is. It truly is. And I don't
0: need people talking like every once in a while, like as Wally goes along, like there's these advertisements that pop up and there's like live action humans on a screen, you know, describing the by and large corporation and vacationing into space. Like but I like you can even take that out and I would just be like, you know
1: don't need any dialogue, just have that little robot running around playing with things. It's great. Absolutely. It's a fantastic movie. So Really long answers to our questions, but those two movies, one of them needs to win. It really does because win something, win something, yeah. Because those are by far the best movies, and I really hope that the Academy recognizes that. Because I really they applaud need to.
0: creativity and complex story. Like that's what's really special to me in a movie. And I mean,
1: The Dark Knight Ray has its Oscar clip. It's the interrogation scene.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what, definitely what I would pull. Like if you had a show. If you had to pick a performance for Ledger to show during the Oscar telecast, it would definitely be something where... Because in that scene, like, he goes from being theatrical with all the other characters in the movie to just being, like,
1: straightforward with Batman. Absolutely. He takes away
0: the theatrics and just tells it like it is. See,
1: my favorite part of Ledger's performance, though, is at the end when he's tied upside down and he tells Batman how he's won and Batman can't believe that he's corrupted the most... Seemingly uncorruptible person in Gotham City, I think, is a fantastic performance. You could pick that one out too. I agree because it's like it's like interrogation scene too. Absolutely, because I mean, he just he just captivates you in that part. He is unforgettable in that movie.
0: In both those scenes, it just sums up like what he's trying to do, you know, as an anarchist
1: and trying to. Okay, so who's your favorite Joker? Jack Nicholson or Ledger? Uh.
0: See, yeah. like I want to say Ledger right now, but at the same time, it's like, am I saying that because it's, you know, it's the moment, you know, right? It's right now. It's like etched in my mind. Is like because they're two different types of things. Like, and they both fit in the style of the movie they're in. Like the original Batman is one of my all-time favorites, you know, even though it's not accurate to the comics. It's still like as a film itself. Like if you were never introduced to Batman at all, and like, your first time was. You know, seeing Batman through that film, like, it, it sums up, like, for the most part, Batman. And Nicholson's performance as, you know, he's like the, just a clown, like a goofy clown. Like, he was in the 70s in the comics. Yeah. Like, not as murderous. Yeah. But,
1: you know. See, I'll tell you why I think Heath Ledger's is better. One, because I think when he's on the screen, he's way more captivating. Like, he, you just get sucked into his world nicholson is a little more goofy and i think that comes to the fact of again you're right the movie that he's in and i think that ledger just has a way of he's so crazy and he's one of the few villains in movies that i can even remember that says i'm gonna blow up your girlfriend or i'm gonna blow up harvey dent and he does it. he he carries out his threats and executes them very few villains in movies do that very few yeah
0: He's almost like uh, the Jigsaw of the
1: Batman world. Like Exactly. He's
0: putting all the characters to these tests. And, exactly. You know, how do he come out? And of that's
1: it? why, too, I think it goes back to the writing of the script in that movie. Is He says he's, he doesn't have a plan, but at the end, everything he wants to happen kind of came true. And how he corrupted uh, Aaron Eckhart's Harvey Dent, who, by the way, should also be nominated for an Oscar, who was fantastic in that movie yeah, as well. He did well. a good
0: job. Did you uh, hear the rumor that like the whole time the joker is actually following orders from the riddler
1: yeah i did hear that but um yeah i don't know yeah it's an interesting theory
0: it's an interesting theory but i like the idea of the riddler not controlling the joker but in his own story the riddler being a serial killer
1: Yeah, absolutely which
0: he's not in the comics but
1: but in nolan's world
0: in nolan's had, world it, it would
1: christopher nolan's the director of batman by the way. Yeah,
0: if you still haven't... If you you don't know what we're talking about... After $530 million, you still don't know what we're talking about. We apologize. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, you'll get your chance this January if you haven't already got the Blu-ray.
0: And definitely see it in IMAX because even though the Blu-ray... If you have a standard def version of the movie, you're not seeing the the IMAX format, which is more of a a vertical projection of the movie. Um, So the IMAX shots in the movie are just so detailed and... On a, what, seven-story screen is yep. what it is. Uh, if you sit in, like, the fifth row, like, you feel like you're part of the movie. Like, Absolutely. during the truck uh, flipping scene when the Joker gets out and he's stumbling around, and you look to your left and he's life-size, like, you feel like you're standing on the street. Yep. You're not just separated from the screen. It's incredible. So, the fact that they're re-releasing an in IMAX, go see it, sit in the fifth row, fantastic. Absolutely.
1: Push it over 600 million. Come on now. Yeah. Come on now, how great would it be for us nerds to have a nerd movie number one of all time? After Star Wars went down, it's yeah. time for something else to get back up there. That'd be fantastic. It would be, it really it's, would it's,
0: be. Uh, what's, so it So has to get 70 million? 70 million. That's quite a. It's tough. Especially for a movie that's already been in release, you know? It's tough, but. Because if you, you think about re releases, E.T., when it was released, maybe it did 20 million its whole run. Yeah, but
1: uh, Star Wars, when it was re released, made tons. I think it made 30 million. Yeah, inflation though? Dude, it's money. Oh, yeah. It, we'll put out the good vibe. You gotta put out the good vibe. See, here's
0: my theory inflation doesn't count though, because. Uh... You know, never mind, I forget. I, <laughs> I have a detailed explanation on why inflation shouldn't count, but I can't quite remember it right now.
1: No, it's fine. See, look, you were worried, you know, if 30 minutes would pass, and we're already <laughs> up to 42. 42. And... So should
0: we go for the full hour?
1: Uh, I You know, I don't know. It's up to you. Uh, what else can we talk about if we haven't bored people to death already? Well, we... Uh, got,
0: yeah, if you haven't uh, switched to a different playlist or a different podcast <laughs> by now. Um, so, yeah. Well, we kind of skipped over into a movie discussion. Yeah. The Nebcasts... Like, we'll talk about movies as weeks go on, obviously, because they're a big part of our lives, and they're very influential into what we do. Um, but we, you know probably the majority of our podcast should probably talk about like what we're doing in our own business
1: um trying to think (laughs) i don't know where do you want to go from here i uh talk about something
0: about nebulous visions like uh gosh what was your favorite role i guess
1: my favorite role in nebulous visions i don't know I, i i always like yeah, I don't know. I like being villains. Um, I really like being...
0: Every actor says they like... Every actor loves playing the villains. Yeah, That's you common knowledge.
1: Yeah, but you know, it is fun. It truly is because you don't... You, you're not strapped to the words that you have to do or you're not confined. You can be over the top and it's still acceptable if you're a villain. When you're the hero, it's, you know, I have to do this, I have to do that, blah, 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 you're blah. You're expected
0: blah. to be a certain way because exactly. you have to... You're an
1: archetype, basically.
0: Yeah, well all characters are archetypes in some way but like you with a good guy like you have to do good things a bad guy can kind of get away with doing
1: both i guess it'd be cool to be han solo because you know he 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 he's he's on the moral barometer which way is he going to go that's the ultimate role i guess <laughs> for me is han solo
0: seems so out of left field like i would i would think you'd want to be like the ultimate role would be to what be chris Ash. farley cuz i'm fat uh yes <laughs>
1: Oh, you know, yeah, I mean, of course, Ash. I love yeah. Ash from Army of Darkness, and I'm a total smartass. I know. I but,
0: think everything you learned about life you got from Evil Dead.
1: You know, it's one of the very few... Mo- yeah, probably. I mean...
0: Uh, since it's the first podcast, those of you listening probably don't know that Evil Dead or Army of Darkness are Ryan's top movies of all time. Well,
1: Army of Darkness is my most favorite movie of all time. When I grade movies, or we review them, on our website, we only use ABCDF. We don't have any in between but we do have house of dead which is below f <laughs> if we ever found another yeah movie. we have like Catwoman's about in the same area Halle berry um but yeah i i, I love army of darks only movie i've ever given an a plus to <laughs> and i i say groovy all the time um i guess you could attribute that to evil dead too but yeah ash is one of my all-time heroes and uh yeah i guess i guess you're right i guess han solo's that way too though i guess he's kind of a smart ass yeah
0: they're kind of same character. They're kind of the same character different, different worlds
1: Yeah, but Ash is more, I guess, over the top than Han Solo ever was. Oh, yeah. You definitely won't. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I I enjoy doing everything. Like, it doesn't really matter. I think my most noticeable role as being an actor and just watching it on screen is my smallest role I've ever had in any of our productions. And it's in Flower. We're on the oh, yeah. waiter. And I like pour the wine so over the edge. And then I walk <laughs> away like I'm in some sort of C movie. I don't even know. And you always rag on me for not framing your head in this shot. Yeah, I know. I'm like, how do people know that? I don't even get credit at the end. I get lighting credit. <laughs> not that you're not important,
0: but like in the context of the scene, it's about those I try to and make myself you.
1: important in that By scene. By taking your
0: head out, it makes you just a generic figure but, like in the background. And I know. That's what I, it needs to be. I
1: always laugh though when I see that because it. You, I overacted with my arms and it's quite a feat to do, but I pulled it off. Um, what is your favorite thing that you've shot of ours? Friday the 13th born Probably. <laughs> Actually,
0: no, like the experience is fun because it was one of the few things that we've done with a lot of people. Uh, you know, I've like, had a lot of people involved. Uh, usually it's just like me and someone else, which is great, but we don't, like, it doesn't really stretch our abilities too, too much, um. In some ways, it does because you have to like you have to you're limiting yourself so much that you have to like really get creative on and figure out how to make it work. But like it was really fun to have a, a large cast and like include special effects, you know, like making the blood. Mm-hmm. And, oh gosh, it includes one of my favorite. Like, if anyone uh, found a machete on Kipling. in <laughs> Florida, in Florida, um, in Lakewood somewhere, <laughs> that's just. C- let us know. Syrup. <laughs> email us. Yeah, it's just Karo syrup. If, yeah. Um, it has our fingerprints on it which is a little frightening so if, <laughs> for, it's if someone took it and <laughs> committed a murder with it please uh, just know that <laughs> we are not directly involved it's an accident god I hope no one <laughs> but yeah, it's like it's always in the back of my mind like what, ever, oh, what happened to that the, machete yeah, what
1: happened to that machete I wonder if we go back there if we could find it I wonder if it's still there rusted in the woods in the woods uh, somewhere sh- anyways what's your favorite one you've shot uh, Friday
0: the 13th oh I was saying like yeah, I like it, but it's not my favorite because the shots aren't... I didn't shoot it well. Like, I didn't... Oh, I know, I wasn't going to say anything, but... Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> <laughs> jerk. Yeah, no, like, honestly, like, it's just... One, it's basically all from one angle, and it's, Like, it's... Like, because the lake's on one side, and we're on the other with the car. Using the car as our lighting system, and, yeah, it's just not... It could be so much more dynamic, and, like, we shot other scenes, like... You and Natalie, like giving Natalie the foot massage and Adam and Cliff in the woods talking. Um, but the bulk of what we shot was out on the, the shoreline and uh, it's just kind of all the same looking.
1: Yeah. Anyways, and, and you're way off topic. What's your favorite one? What's my favorite one? Um, <laughs>
0: there's 60 to choose from. Give me a minute. No, you're fine. I really like Flower. I mean, that too was shot kind of crude, but um i think as a as a whole piece as you know, it's just put together well and like the theme comes comes across to me very well um not too in your face and not too subtle at the same time and it's also got that like charm like that fantasy like, like like you were saying that disney fantasy charm like when kelly touches adam's nose it kind the of pinocchio. reminds you of pinocchio yeah. yeah so it's it's just like kind of like a, like I like the fairy tale aspect of it. Um, I like rope just because it's such a clever idea. That How come none of
1: these involve Ryan's hotline?
0: Ryan's hotline's good but it, I didn't shoot that. That was Adam. I was just decorating the set and... You didn't shoot that
1: one? I don't even remember it.
0: I mean, I recommended like, hey, you know, probably should do it here. We should probably have this lighting but Adam was behind the camera on that. Oh. And it, I guess he wasn't doing much because it was mostly one shot just start and stop but... As you oh by it, the way, but...
1: keep an eye out for the sequel to that, which is coming out really soon. I'm guessing I'll be the next thing we shoot because it only involves me. Right. So you need to get writing a well, I guess what's I the point even... of writing a script because you're just Dude, add I it. don't even need a script. I'll write <laughs> talking points. I'll be PowerPoint, have a PowerPoint presentation ready and I'll just
0: I'd like to see that. I will just, you're just gonna show it. up in costume and just go it.
1: Dude, I'm going to and just
0: have the camera pointed. Yeah. That'll be next week. It needs a good set though, because I'm not gonna shoot it if it looks cruddy. I'm not going to set up anywhere. Just we, get, I want our stuff to look good. You okay. It's, Anyways, your favorite? My favorite. Thinking
1: about it, it's been like four minutes.
0: Uh, gosh, I like Pikachu. Well, I, I remastered some of the really old ones, like Pikachu. That has graphics now. That's really good. I like Hey, that. so does Ryan's
1: hotline. Ryan's favorite hotline? animation ever. <laughs> 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 hey, you should say what animation it is so you get really embarrassed and people freak out and see what kind of a monster you are. I'm not a monster brandon's the monster in this, <laughs> in this similar case I, yeah. is it really hypocritical that i said no fatties and uh you know i'm pleasantly plump or what <laughs> i don't even know what that means i don't know
0: it's not a slight against like the the butt of the joke is you that you're. yeah absolutely no like, absolutely like nothing against yeah i remember showing that to older people sure. and i was really worried I but know. for
1: some reason i have this charm about me where they know i'm just full of shit
0: right I think it was funny like (laughs) once we did show it like our parents oh yeah it's probably one of our got the most laughs from them it did it was
1: really shocking that they thought it was that funny I thought
0: they'd be like oh that's not that's not a nice thing to say about like overweight women and yeah but well I guess
1: dude did I I I got a comment from uh, this lady I haven't talked to in forever about it and uh, she said hey I just saw your video and I don't fit any of your profile so I guess we're out I'm like what (laughs) that's not really me oh yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) did you see that one yeah I did (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah i can't believe you're not saying my performance in any of your things is your favorite what about what about shots where you just see my fat ass everywhere (laughs) pulling off incredible pool pool oh man i forgot to
0: tell you i had this joke about uh like the first time we met but i didn't use it when we were talking about it but uh like what was the first thing you thought when we like met like the first thing that ran through your mind when we first met each other in geometry class Uh i was gonna say even though it's not true, I was going
1: to say, how's this desk going to hold this guy? <laughs> like, Dude, you need a I desk. was never that fat. <laughs> I know. That's, that's funny. Yeah, It's okay. You can say it now. Um, I've lost a lot of weight, so you can make you fun have. of me for how fat I've used to been.
0: I'll, I'll... I don't think you ever really were really that fat, even when you were heavier.
1: Yeah, I know. I guess it's. Uh, I've always been sweet. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Pleasantly plump. <laughs> Pleasantly yeah. plump.
0: You're like a teapot.
1: Yeah. No, really.
0: <laughs> I'm so popular You're like with the getting teapot messages right now. The beast. What? You're getting a message? Yeah, dude, I'm popular, I'm telling you. Dude, we're in the middle of Nebcast. I know, it's probably it's probably the most important You're such one. a diva now. Dude, look. I'm not going to put you in look, any more movies until I am, you calm down. You know
1: what? You better put me in the movies <laughs> if you want anybody to watch them. I'm telling you right now. Uh, Anyways, we're still waiting for the answer of your favorite. I mean, it's been ten minutes I'm, now. Snickers is good. The Snickers one? Yes. Which,
0: uh, and there's two of them.
1: <laughs> there's the Japanese The Japanese one. one's really funny. Uh, but I haven't. Oh, read the dead that body yet. one. You star in that one, which for uh, people that don't know, Brad is hardly ever in any of our little. things. I know
0: that's one of the few ones that has, has me committed to digital tape. I'm not going to say film because that's inaccurate. <laughs> digital tape. Um, yeah, I don't like. To, I like to be behind the camera for one thing, but I just don't think I'm on camera attractive enough, or what? like I don't convey I don't act very well either like in that it's cool because most of the time like it's just like oh there's a dead body and like it's easy Mm -hmm. but say twilight's like I don't think I could pull off what you and adam have done really yeah
1: you know I I don't think it's that difficult acting has never been hard to me I've just been goofy in general I don't think acting is difficult compared to other (gasps) professions (laughs) (laughs) hey
0: christian bale will back me up on that (laughs) just kidding but uh uh like, at the same time, like, it's still, like, you have to, I don't know how to describe it. Some people...
1: There's a presence, uh, I guess, that you always have to kind of be around. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh,
0: You're looking at your your phone. What's going on? Yeah, no, it's
1: funny because I'm talking to uh, my girlfriend, and she asked me what our podcast is about. And I told her it's about our, you know, website, and now it's just going everywhere. But, you know, about us, and I said, it's really fun, and she texts me, um, nerd, and you know what? I'm proud to be a nerd.
0: I'm proud, too. Like, I think, uh, there's varying degrees of nerd.
1: Absolutely, and I think we have so much to offer the world because we are so nerdy. I think we're a more complex nerd. Like, we're not, like, uh,
0: sitting around blasting pop culture online. Absolutely. Even though we're not involved with it. Like, we we involve ourselves in the things we, like, the shared things we love, so we also have even more diverse interests like i don't just pay attention to comic books i don't just pay attention to movies you know like, i pay attention to other robust
1: uh interests i guess i agree i agree so so do you want to know what my favorite of all our things is i already asked you that did you did i tell you it was something i was in right yeah you told me uh um... <laughs> <laughs> but you want to know my real answer Sure, go ahead. It's actually I'll tell you my favorite moment of all our stuff. It's the shot in flower where the camera just takes a still picture and it zooms in really close. <laughs> now you're just
0: picking on me. Yeah, that's an
1: inside joke by the way. Yeah, it's not your favorite thing at no, all. No, no. But but truly, uh, I think coming together with everything, I think you're right. I think flower's probably our most complete it just feels idea.
0: Yeah, it just feels like the most uh, polished uh, thing we have right now.
1: Yes, like, I agree. Like I would like to say
0: Twilights, but I think because it, it was so rushed and it went through so many different variation, like different casts and different. Oh, settings. absolutely!
1: I was supposed to be a scientist for the longest time, I and know. I I was fighting with Brad because I wanted to be called Cal L <laughs> for those nerds out there. Like Superman, and he's like, I'm not Superman's doing that. Krypton- Kryptonian name. That's correct, yeah. and so but it eventually won, and then it, we sh- we shot a huge I like have... scenes at another place. It probably
0: took two years. Because we did one scene at one point in time, and then maybe a year later, we got different people together and shot the whole thing. Um, very rushed, though, too, because I think we were trying to get it ready for a film festival or something. But um, the fact that it was rushed, especially the end scene, which is supposed to be very dynamic, uh, just like you guys are great in it. Like you, like all the cast, like help lift it up, but uh, like. Shot-wise, it's just not very like it's supposed to be an action part, and it's not. It just it's very static and like kind of boring. But see, I'll I think boring. it kind of
1: fits the time period though, because you're going for the Dick Van Dyke thing.
0: That was the that was the trade-off I was trying to make shooting it because here I was in college, like making this, and like at the time, it's like I want to make something that I can use in my portfolio to graduate, but I also want to make something that honors. I guess we should probably describe Twilight's... Um, but we're
1: so almost out of time. Four minutes.
0: But basically, Invasion of the Twilights. we love the Dick Van Dyke show, me and Ryan. It's one of our favorite uh, TV shows. And in it, uh, the main character, Rob Dick Van Dyke, uh, has a bad dream based on a sci-fi movie he watches before bed. And we basically wanted to take... We wanted to make a vert Like, you don't get to see the movie in the show. You just hear uh, little snippets of from the TV in audio. So we wanted to, you know make a version where you could actually see what he was watching and so at the time like when tv shows were shot in the 60s it was very much a three camera setup facing the stage very much like theater um it wasn't until like the 80s when they actually started with camera around and do like pre-taped stuff you know and those shows were shot live uh later um broadcasted you know later on but it's very like everyone's just on the set and you move from left to right, um, upstage and downstage. And so I thought, well, you know, part of a sh- part of me wants to emulate that as part of the creative force behind the v- video. But also, like, you know, here I am in 2004, you know, with all these new technologies, and mm-hmm. I got to impress my teachers. So it's like, well, I got to incorporate, I want to incorporate, I don't want to just, because are they going to look at it and say, oh, well, you didn't try that hard like you didn't move
1: like you didn't sure. use your talents for it like or
0: yeah
1: but just remember the most important thing that came out of that the whole twilight's uh thing was that Brad didn't like my line that I ad libbed and then he turned out to love it. That's the most important thing that yeah. ever came out of it. And I guess I too I, you know I left out the Buffalo Wild Wings commercial.
0: Yeah that's a good that one was
1: so creative. That's so the last fun. thing we've shot. That's the way. last thing we've shot. And that we lost the dude who won really upsets me. <laughs> yeah. That we didn't even get in the top five and ours was way better than everybody else's.
0: It was a better concept than his. His was shot professionally ish. If that's a word. But uh yeah I, I think ours was out of all 50, I think there was. Yeah. Concept-wise, the best. Like, there was a lot of garbage that got Yeah, injured. and I mean,
1: we had, like, a cool little thing going on. It had, like, a cute little story. We had and, great graphics. And had included. cool graphics. Yeah, but we didn't win. That pisses me off. I'm never going to eat Buffalo Wild Wings again for <laughs> the next day.
0: Yeah. a little hungry there, Tubby?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm probably going to eat this mic stand, I'll be honest. Uh. So, this is our last minute. Uh, wow, we, uh... I wonder if this is fun to listen to. I don't know. I hope so. (laughs) I hope so, too. I hope we're
0: doing this for a good reason, because...
1: Hey, and if you're our friend, you better download this. I don't care if you listen to it or not. Yeah, you better put this on your iPod and listen to the whole hour. And giggle. I want to (laughs) hear... All the time. Oh, my God.
0: They're so funny. Oh, my
1: gosh. I can't wait to meet these guys. And you'll be like, who's the voice? What's the face behind the incredible voices? I can't wait to listen to next week's podcast. (laughs) I know. Nebcast, sir. (laughs) Nebcast.
0: Nebcast. It's a, a podcast that's called Nebcast. And... On that note, we need to find ourselves a good out sign. Like out, like finishing line. Gotcha, gotcha. What do you think? Um, we may not find it this week. We're but probably not going to find it this Throw one out week. there right now. But you
1: know what I'm going to do right now? I'm going to tell you how you can find us. Um, you've probably already found us if you're listening to this. You can go to Um You can go to myspace.com slash sense to find me, Ryan. Or you can go on myspace.com slash... Sphurx. And you can find Brad. You can't see, but he just pointed to me. I was watching the clock. (laughs) Yeah, I pointed to him because I wanted him to say it because obviously I don't say it like nuclear. I don't say nuclear right, and it drives Brad mad. It does.
0: Nuke. It's nuclear. Because it's nuclear. It's nuclear. Nuclear. In the dictionary, there is no nuclear.
1: Yeah, but everybody else says it the way I say it. I was afraid that
0: at the end of eight years, it may have become part of the dictionary.
1: (laughs) Because even Jack
0: Bauer says it, Jack Bauer says it, and
1: Jack Bauer's the man.
0: I don't think he said it in the first season, but I think uh, he decided to add it to his character um, in further seasons. Oh, yeah.
1: you know. So I guess when we sign out, too, though, since I gave people how they can find us, I'll tell them five things they need to do. They need to play Mortal Kombat vs. DC Universe, pick up the latest issue of Spider-Man, watch 24 on January 11th, see Jack Bauer kick some ass... Um, in over a year it's been over a year and it's time for him to come back yeah. um, what's number four what else should we tell him to do oh go see The Dark Knight on January 24th help it push it over 600 million
0: if, you saw, if you've if you seen it already go see it again if you haven't see it for the first time
1: absolutely and you know what I'm gonna close it this way have a happy new year be safe and may all your dreams come true
0: folks this has been Nebcast and I'm Brad and I'm Ryan I botched that let me do it again okay folks this has been Nebcast and I'm Brad I'm Ryan and we will see you next or we will You'll hear us next week. Yeah,
1: you won't be seeing us. If you're seeing us, we're in your dreams. And if you're a lady, it's probably true. Or haunting. Or haunting. Whatever you <laughs> want it to be. All right. I, I'll talk to you later. We'll see you next week. And I just wave. They will hear we'll us next week. <laughs> like see, they're it. see yeah. it. Wave to the mic. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>